previously this season on Vanderpump Rules. I want it sexy. Awesome. Great. There you go. Woo! <laughs> I will always love you. You know that, right? Let me see the inside of your arm. Oh my god. I just think you're beautiful. Disgusting. I have a sex problem. Like a sex addict. I don't... Yeah. And I look back on our relationship and I'm like, how the f*** did I date someone that mean, uh, that manipulative? You say hurtful things, man. I actually had a question for you. Will you marry me? Of course I will. You're engaged, mother <laughs> I don't want to compare my relationship to relationships my friends have, but... Winning. Me and Ariana made out in a swimming pool at the f***ing Golden Nugget. Yes. You hooked up with my boyfriend. I'm smarter than you. I'm prettier than you. Get the f over it and move on with your life. You also hadn't had sex I, I, in three months. But I did not go around and f someone behind your back. Jackson Kristen had sex in January. What? That's disgusting, Saucy. I can't believe you're entertaining this idea right now. Why is she still working here? I cannot fire somebody because I sleep with your old boyfriend. not about that. You banged my ex-boyfriend. I banged Jax. Yes, we slept together. You oh. are disgusting. I don't believe it for a second. Tom, I'm going to show you the text verbatim on how she's trying to cover it up. Jax, delete this text right after you get this. I think Stassi knows. I need to know if you told anyone else so I can cover my bases. Did you use protection? Once. Welcome to the season two finale of Vanderpump Robs, a sexy, unique recap podcast. I'm Rob Schulte. We've reached the end of season two, but really it's just the beginning. I cannot believe all of the storylines we haven't even tiptoed up to yet. It's crazy. But you know what else is, is weird to think about? I started recording interviews for season two in April of 2020 and finished recording all of these interviews in August of that same year. I'm still in awe at how many different guests agreed to come on this season. It's great. Uh, connections were made. And of course, there were fun conversations had. I mean, how could we not? And I appreciate everyone listening. Anyway, I just wanted to say thank you to everyone who's been a guest and everyone who's told me that they've enjoyed the podcast and have binged through the first and second season. That means a whole heck of a lot. Uh, today on the show, I welcome comic and writer Tim Barnes of uh, The Tonight Show. Yeah, that Tim Barnes. Good pal. You may have heard him as a guest on the TV show show or Pumpkin Spice podcast as well. Very funny guy. Uh, but before that, you know we got to recap this episode. It's Vanderpump Rules Season 2, Episode 14. I lied. It's a beautiful morning in sunny Los Angeles. 79 degrees, not a cloud in the sky, and Stassi, alongside Katie, are heading to Shape House colon and urban sweat lodge so i'm wrapped up in aluminum foil like a baked potato but i have no choice i have to sacrifice myself for this right now i feel like i'm a part of a science project right now our friends are here to help prep their bodies for the annual sir photo shoot and continue their gossip about Kristen. 
Kristen and Tom are out getting drinks. So very, very full. Should have gotten napkins. It's all good. I told them no orange trees. Reading the text messages on Jax's phone really does make it seem like Kristen and Jax did sleep together, but the only word that matters to me right now is Kristen's. Super cash. And Kristen wants to just casually, totally cool, like, hear about Tom's trip to the beach day party where he just happened to confront Jax about the newest rumor of, you know, her and Jax sleeping together while Tom was together. Oh, we, we know where we're at here. The whole conversation is uncomfortable because it was the era of, like, the iPhone SE and Tom is just trying to say that Jax has texts from you, Kristen, that weren't on your phone, Kristen, when you showed me. But there's also the text that Stasi sent from your phone that I know that was sent from your phone, but wasn't on your phone, Kristen, but was on Jax's phone. Kristen's calm. She looks me in the eye. She just seems so convincing. It's really, you know, it's just a very tense little afternoon beer, I'll tell you that. So it's time for the photo shoot. Photo shoot day! Excited, so excited. Katie, Christina Kelly, and Stasi show up to the Andaz Hotel concept and meet up with friend of the podcast Peter Madrigal, who's already in the chair getting his hair done. True champ. And, uh, and later, though, while in the makeup chair, Stasi shares with Sheena some insane texts she's received from Jax. Turns out he's not quite over her. I think he's got a lot to think about. Anyway, speak of the devil, Jax arrives. But we can't even linger on that for too long because, boom, Lisa walks in right behind him. Today's photo shoot is going to be poolside. Kind of the feeling is the summer might be over, but it's still hot at sir. Not only is this photo shoot poolside, it's Kristen Free. She was not invited by Lisa. It's got to hurt a little bit. So we see a bunch of people oiling themselves up. Photos start getting taken, and Tom Sandoval arrives 45 minutes late. I don't know. Sorry. It was hard to, like, get out of bed this morning because I'm torn up about what has happened with this Jax and Kristen situation. I didn't sleep last night. Sandoval pulls Stassi aside to ask to chat because he feels like he hasn't spoken to her directly. He's talked to all these other people, heard everyone's thing, but, like, Stassi's kind of in it. Anyway, she shares all the details, and Tom shares what he knows. But the weirdest part is this feels more like Tom is hiding in the details to avoid the truth. Like, you gotta understand, Stassi. I'm not gonna just take the first thing I hear from f***ing Jax. Jax lies to cover his Jax doesn't make This discussion evolves into why Stassi still keeps Jax around and how Tom is not comfortable with that. And then it appears Tom has an epiphany after hearing this from Stassi. There are a lot of people that care about you here. Stop thinking that it's like you and Kristen against the world. Well, that is a shitty ass team. Okay, yeah. No, I need to jump into this, but... Right, thanks for talking to me. Yeah. So we get a little modeling advice from Jax as we see him being shot with a camera. You show me what you want. 
Oh, okay. Amazing. I haven't modeled much lately, but you never forget the old poses. Wow, wow. You never want to look smiley. You want to look like you're angry or you're kind of confused. Always look confused. Shortly after, Tom is asked to pose with him, and uh, it's incredibly uncomfortable, as you would probably imagine. But while on a break a little later, Lisa and Guillermo point out that Jax has been acting like a jerk, and Jax is defensive to that statement. I hate when everyone looks at me and says, oh, you're the bad guy, you're the bad guy. Here's why I don't feel bad. Because Tom and Kristen's relationship is bullshit. It's a glorified roommate situation. You were his friend. While more photos are happening, we get a look at some of the other Sir staff, like a guy named James Kennedy, who's listed as a busser at Sir. I wonder if he'll ever have a storyline. Hmm. But before the photo shoot is over, we see Sheena and Stassi continue their conversation with Lisa about Kristen. Lisa reminds Stassi to apologize to Kristen. Won't be the first time she says this. And Sheena reminds Lisa that having Kristen at the engagement party that's happening later at Sir is a, a bad idea. There's a final photo and it's awkward as hell. Jax and Tom get positioned next to each other in a dazzling moment of production. Eventually Tom and Lisa chat. She can tell old Sandoval ain't been himself at this photo shoot. Maybe she can help him cut the bullshit. Tom and Kristen might not have the perfect relationship, but it's still a relationship, and Jax has no respect for that. Well, nor does Kristen. Who are you more let down by? Are you more let down by Jax or Kristen? Because you keep saying, I'm upset with Jax, and how could you? But you're never mentioning Kristen. Doesn't she have one iota of responsibility here? She hasn't even admitted it. I literally just want to like, hide under my cover and just pretend like just pretend what happened you know just pretend like that is that what you're doing going on. no i don't know i don't know what to do she's lying to you right you know that yeah so not much longer after that lisa pushes jacks in the pool and people start to chill out Later on, we're back at Kristen and Tom's apartment, and Kristen is chatting a lot about her situation while they prepare for Sheena's engagement party. Tom bites the bullet and confronts Kristen directly. I want you to admit it! So, oh, you want me just to tell everyone, like, I f*** Jack. So no, I want you to admit better. it to me! I'm not lying to you, Tom! Kristen! So they talk about ending the relationship. Kristen goes to smoke. Tom goes to mess with his hair. And on the other side of town, Sheena and Ariana are messing with some wedding dresses. It's all fun. Which dress can I booty pop in? That sort of thing. But no time for formal wear. Hey! Tonight is my engagement party. So, I mean, did you hear? I'm engaged. It's time for the engagement party. Everyone's looking hot as hell. We don't need to have gowns on your tuxedos on come on just throw the jacket on i got jeans on heck moose the hair stassi reminds us that lots of storm clouds are surrounding sir but sheena's party is the one good thing that's happening and lisa reminds stassi that if Kristen comes to the party that stassi needs to apologize well, I don't know. You've 
really do. I just if it's you're just smart enough to slap her, then you're smart enough to figure it out. This is gonna suck. But until then, Sheena has a new song to perform for everyone. I mean, hey, it's her party, and she can sing if she wants to. The song is called Good as Gold, and it's just fantastic. I have to give Sheena some credit. I actually really like this gold song. Like, it's catchy. Like, I would even download it. I mean, only illegally. But, you know, I would. Post-performance, Kristen and Tom arrive with gifts. Stassi wastes no time to grab Kristen. I would prefer not to ever see Kristen again, but it's not my engagement party. I have to apologize to Kristen for the act of my hand coming in contact with her face. But before Stassi can apologize, Kristen breaks down and cries and admits to the lie. I can't even cry over you anymore, Kristen. And you don't deserve to, and I can't look you in the eye because I f***ing lied to your face. Yes, I did have sex with you one time. After months of this drama, no one ever thought this moment would come. Everyone sitting outside, Tom, Stassi, Kristen, they're all angry and sad and tired. I, honest to God, right now I'm so shocked that you just admitted it, that I... I, I, I lied to you, I lied to him, I lied to him. It's not even about lying, you f***ed my ex-boyfriend and cheated on your boyfriend. Are you kidding? What is wrong with you? everything and tom is trying to see it from all angles and not making it any easier on anyone he wants to defend himself and Kristen. wants stassi just to shut up but stassi's like you're acting like a fool like stop just let's all get out of here it's tough by the way stassi didn't get to apologize but does get to fill in everyone else hanging out on the chaise lounge on the other side of the restaurant she admitted it What's the matter? What's the matter? What's the oh, matter? Kristen just admitted to having sex with you. That's all. Wait, what? Tom approaches Jax, and Lisa approaches Kristen. Lisa's very concerned about the relationship uh, with her and everyone and Kristen in the restaurant. She doesn't feel that Kristen belongs there anymore, and that if she quits, then she'd be doing Lisa a favor. Tom feels like he's been treated less than friendly by Jax, a dude he's known for ten years. And Jax creepily says, I sleep good at night, so I'm okay. Tom leaves to speak with Tom Schwartz, who has a wise piece of advice. Don't be more pissed at Kristen. So Lisa comes over to offer a cheers to everyone there. Wish Sheena well. Tom interrupts, makes it awkward. Lisa finishes her cheers, leaves, and suggests everyone else leaves too, but no one follows. And then Tom has one last thing to do. Jax... Conversation. What do you want no, I know. I'm just, I'm just wondering. Like, you don't ever like feel anything. It's like nuts. Yeah, this conversation. Like, you ever feel this? Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> yes, Tom punches Jax in the nose at Sheena's engagement party. Lots of yelling, lots of screaming, lots of crying. Just an incredibly toxic environment. As the season comes to a close, we see our cast members splintered in a way we could have never imagined. Lisa is hopeful that her staff will pick up the pieces and learn the consequences of their actions. What do you think? You think they'll ever do that? Hey, just because the season is over doesn't mean the email is closed off. Shoot me your thoughts, VanderpumpRobs at gmail.com. 
After the break, I welcome on Tim Barnes of The Tonight Show and all that and so much more. You don't want to miss this conversation. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back to Vanderpump Robs. Today's guest you may know from The Tonight Show, or possibly the new season of All That. It's writer and comic Tim Barnes. Tim, welcome to the show. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Um, I've never seen an episode of this program, so uh, having to watch an episode of, of Vanderpump Rules uh, without any context was <laughs> quite the feat. It was a very special episode being the season finale of season two. We all know which season we're in right now. Uh, I got to ask you first off, was the opening recap enough for you? It was shocking. The opening recap was like hyperspeed, constantly like introducing new characters. It took me a long time to figure out who was who. (laughs) Um, And it was just like the height of of drama like rat and it it felt like a long intro but not at the same time because it was moving really fast but then it was just like he's cheating on you and like, i can't believe it. it was just like a bunch of emotions uh swirling at once yeah i wonder what that feels like in real life i don't think i've ever felt that many emotions before <laughs> um yeah yeah they're really packing them in yeah I can, I can tell i've only seen this episode but i can tell they're all packed with like you know Packed as tight as uh, a lot of the muscles we see on today's episode. Uh, maybe I should say packed as tight as a lot of the bathing suits that we see on today's yes. episode. Yes. Very, very tight packages all around. We'll get to it. Don't worry. Um, let me ask you a question, Tim. Mm-hmm. What is your reality TV show experience? Like, w- did you did you grow up with a certain type of TV, even game shows? Are you a uh, Survivor fan? <laughs> I have a lot of nostalgia for The Price is Right, if that counts as a, as a game show. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of emotion on a lot of, that yeah. show. <laughs> a lot true. of exaggerated emotion. Yeah. Uh, I never really watched Survivor. I remember like the hype of it. I remember you know, I must have seen some of it. You want that scripted drama, don't you? I like a scripted drama. I love documentaries, if that counts as a reality show. True. There's a, you know... They, they, they cut the talking heads in a Ken Burns documentary. That's similar to. That is so true. Yeah. While we're learning so, about our grandparents at the same yeah, time. Yeah, if there's one thing I thought Vanderpump Rules could use more of, it's a slow zoom at a photo. <laughs> they could use more of that. <laughs> and some stock footage music that's a little <laughs> less club and yeah. more like. And then just folk. cut to a historian, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Letting us know what West Hollywood used to be. Um, yeah. Okay, uh, now, there's something about these shows that, like, people will watch horror movies or, like, true crime documentaries to, like, purge their stress about (laughs) things they're afraid of. Yeah. But this, like, like, reality shows, especially Vanderpump, because I've worked in the service industry, like, purges my stress memories about 
working in that industry and like yeah. being surrounded by people you're kind of forced to be friends with. Yes. Like it that that is a big fear of mine of like not being able to just walk away from someone that I don't necessarily want to have a conversation with. Yeah, because there's more more at stake. Your job yeah. is at stake in a certain way. Oh man. I yeah. think I this, guess, go on, sorry. Oh, oh no, I was, I was gonna say I, I guess uh it feels like these reality shows are, if I had to compare it to anything, is similar to like um, like the WWE or something. Oh, man, good. Even call. when you're talking, when you're watching it with other people, when you're talking about it with other people, you know that it's all mostly scripted, right? But then there's something real there, and that's what you're talking about. But you also know that this isn't actual reality. You know that, yeah. that these are, they're kind of, they're forced to heighten. Well, and I just have this like, memory of triple h being like people say this is fake but it's one of the realest things you'll ever do and it's like (laughs) that blurred line of yes this is actually happening and these emotions are real but we know there's a lot of manufactured content here yeah and it's just I don't know. You have to take, sometimes people say I have to take a step back when I watch this, but sometimes Mm -hmm. it feels like I have to like take 10, 20 or 30 steps back to really grasp what's going on. Like when a reality show accepts that it is a a reality show, it becomes even stranger, but even then even more enthralling. Yeah. It's almost like, Thank you for just like coming to my level <laughs> and understanding that I know that you know. But it kind of makes know. it weirder. Yes, yeah. it's almost yes. if they like if they showed the writers' room for WWE. You know, yeah. like if all they, right. But then someone's gonna come in with like two chairs and then they yeah, like yeah. run out <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, at the same time. Oh my god, I love that. That should be a part of the next like wrestling video game is being able to like create the scenario and then see it play out. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. This I would just say this is probably a perfect transition into some of the things that uh really stuck out to you specifically about this episode. Yes. But feel free to finish your thought if you had something. <laughs> oh no, no, no. I was I was just going to say that um that feels like one thing I haven't seen a peek into the writing process of uh of world wrestling of wow. of the wrestling that we all know is fake but we all we all somehow don't it, at the same time. It feels like it's a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode. You know, it's more of an outline. You know, we kind of let them riff a little bit. We just need, we know the tent poles of where they need to get to or the corner poles of the squared circle. Anyway, Tim, this is a season two finale. A lot of epic stuff goes down. A lot of things happen in this episode that you will probably never know, but like, Mm-hmm. Uh, change the trajectory of the story wow. going okay. on. Um, yeah. What was one of those things that really stuck out to you? I mean, okay, honestly, the the broad the broadest thing that stuck out to me was this feeling of, you know, how when I when I watch a show like, um, you know, like The Real Housewives of Atlanta or something, or or I love New York mm-hmm. or, uh, Oh, I auditioned <laughs> to be on. I love New York season two. Is that true? We, well, yeah. Uh, okay. Let's take a, <laughs> a, a wander down this road to talk about me for a moment. Um, in, I think it was 2008. There was an online contest where you would submit your own video 
and uh, whoever got the most votes would be welcomed onto the show. I'm sure there were caveats because the people who made it onto the show were incredibly good looking. And not to bring myself down at all, but um, I didn't have that 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 chest definition that you find in most uh, reality yeah. shows. I made a really what I felt would be a VH1 video that they would like. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? This is the time where uh, college humor, and not necessarily mm-hmm. the website, but also the website. Um, mm-hmm. Not funny in retrospect, but they did put my video on the front page. And I did get a few thousand votes. So this is on the internet? Uh, not anymore. Right I did try and look for it. Um, okay. I could not find oh. it. Um, well, and- I, I urge um, listeners to try and find it. <laughs> I, I, I don't believe it doesn't exist somewhere in the cloud. I do um, believe that at one point I said, I have mad love for New York. And... Um, <laughs> You know, I just, I didn't make it onto the show, but season two was a wild ride anyway. I'm sorry I interrupted you to talk about me. Um, oh, oh, no, I, I was just saying when I, when I watch, you know, certain shows, um, specifically reality shows about black people, I have this nervousness about, you know, what what joy are, are people on the other end getting from watching this? You know, like, I, yes. you know, you know, when you know that, you know, that white people really love these black reality shows, there's something that puts me on edge. And I felt like watching this was like, okay, this has to be the white version of that feeling. <laughs> if I were, <laughs> you know, and these aren't white people who are, you know, one of those reality shows, it's like the ice pickers or whatever, you know, these are <laughs> Deadly white guys catch. in California, you know, with a lot of money and it, it has to be embarrassing. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I can only imagine but I, I, I understand where you're coming from, and I fully am aware that our conversation could become a comic strip of yours pretty soon, and I'm okay <laughs> with that. Full permission. Um, but yeah, I think there's there's this voyeuristic nature to all reality shows, but like coming at it from that angle is very like, could, could you ever know? And your suspicions yeah. are probably correct, yeah, these these are sort of cartoonish white people, you yeah. know, and even and even um, that very Californian way of talking is just—it's almost to the point that it's—that is it a caricature? Or like, are the are the producers telling them to heighten this, or is that actually um, how these how these people talk? I, and I so many people in the show want to be like actors and movie stars anyway <laughs> that they might have watched so much TV and movies that they forget the difference between art and reality. It's a little unnerving, but I totally get it. I mean, I understand where you're coming from, I should say. I don't think I get it, but... (laughs) What else? Uh, So that's like, you said that's the broad. Yeah, that's the broad thing. The the first thing that stuck out to me, and I don't know, you know, I wasn't, you know, at the beginning of this, I was so jarred by the intro and then... Then it starts, and yeah. these two women are getting into a tinfoil suit to, I guess, you know, melt some fat off. Is that what it was? I can only imagine what flash in the pan, <laughs> exciting new weight loss thing is happening in California. But yeah, they're they have a photo shoot they're going to, and they put on sweatsuits and what looks like a dentist blanket. Yeah. over them and 
I can't. I mean, I just can't imagine how much weight you could lose with like 20 minutes in a sweatsuit. Yeah, Regardless. yeah. And they're like really melting in there. Yeah. It, it, it seemed uncomfortable. They seemed to be commenting about how uncomfortable it was. And it was also that one of them could fit into a, a dress, right? That was the I, goal. A, yeah. A wedding dress. There's there's a wedding dress, but then there's also like the swimsuits they have to wear for the photo yes. shoot, which, yeah. I mean, as we all know, listening to this episode, most of the time they didn't wear swimsuits at all. There's a brief moment in which they all get nude with their manager. Yes, and their manager is just sitting there staring at them. It's, <laughs> you know, I had Mackenzie Green on last episode, and she mm-hmm. just wanted to know why there isn't a HR department for Lisa's restaurants or <laughs> Bravo in general. Like, yeah. Must be a lot of contracts that need to be signed. <laughs> God, can you imagine like, Tim, if I asked you, do you want to go to this place and put on silver tinfoil outfits and sit there while we lose half a pound? I felt very, very California. Yeah, I guess so. And although both of us have spent time in California, you more than me. Yeah, I'm from um, California. Yeah. I think like I've I've just East Coasted it for so long that it just seems like you might as well tell me we're getting in a spaceship and going to Mars. I mean, I assume there's a certain lifestyle in New York that that gets into tinfoil jumpsuits uh, to sit in a sauna. But um, that was the other thing about this is um, it really it, it tries really hard this show to make. LA seem like a fast paced lifestyle when it isn't you're in you know a bunch of traffic to get from one place to the other nothing is happening you know in this sort of speedy way that they're implying in the show yeah like you live in California you can talk about maybe two things that happened to you that day (laughs) I like it there's like (laughs) there's there's also the amount of like what drama is happening in the Ford Focus yeah, on the way yeah. to the restaurant. Like, <laughs> I need that information. Man, could you imagine if this had, like, a comedians in cars getting coffee oh, scene wow. while they're going to work? That would be... I think every reality show set in California needs Jerry Seinfeld in every car, <laughs> just to keep the conversation going. <laughs> and the comedy can't... I mean, right? <laughs> He's so funny. I, I suppose is, is Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee a reality show? Oh, I think man. It, does it fall under that category? I'm not sure. Well, I would have to say yes, but much like every reality show, it is the reality of the people involved. And Jerry Seinfeld's reality is not my reality. Yes. Uh. I, my favorite part of that show is him... <laughs> Uh, is the, the pretend conversation in which he calls the guest up to say, do you want to get coffee? <laughs> I thought I'd talk to my friend Ellen. She just got done <laughs> shooting her show. They were dancing all day, and yeah, we thought hey. some espresso. Would... <laughs> but then they cut to the call. Hey, Ellen. Uh, hey, Jerry. Uh, thinking, you want to get some coffee? Sure. Yeah. That's Wasn't expecting this call. But, no. Uh, not at all. Or this, this camera crew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, back to VPR. What were some what was another thing that jumped out at you? You said something about the photo shoot earlier. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were the the milking of the drama in the photo shoot. It really was some 
some uh, some fine fine tuned uh, drama there. And I'm I remember I'm jumping right into this, so I'm figuring oh, yeah. out who these people are, who they're talking about. Um, the absurdity of the name Jax is something that really stood out to me. You may not know this. That's not his real name. <laughs> he decided to go from Jason to Jax. Wow. So, uh, yeah, Jax and Tom Sandoval have that weird towel photograph where they have to yes. like, look confused. Yes. And, it, and it is. Uh, so, wait, what's the other guy's name? It's Jax uh, and Tom. 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 And what's the name of the of the woman who was in that photo shoot who 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 used to date Jax? Stasi. Stasi. That is a that is that is a name. That is quite yes. the name, Stasi. You don't meet many Stasis. Yeah, I believe it's short for Anastasia. Wow. So the the other guy, sorry, what's his name again? For yeah, our, our listeners, I should say Tim is massaging his temples as if he's got a headache right now and i'm right there with him because having to repeat all not repeat to you tim but just reminding myself that i have this knowledge (laughs) is is making me do the same um so we've got jacks and we've got tom tom okay that was that was genuinely a very awkward situation for tom to be in yes of having to take photos with this with this guy who everyone is saying uh, slept with his girlfriend, but he he doesn't believe it. But he clearly kind of does. I don't know. It yeah. um, wasn't I, wasn't good. No. And there's a sort of the strange innocence in Tom of his hope and wanting to to believe and and just powering through this. That that was. Um, uh, hard to watch. It was, yes. it was I, I don't know where I stand on it. He seemed to be taking the right path for most of this episode, taking the higher road. Yeah, until the um, end. He, yes. he, he had one too many Chardonnays. <laughs> and then, I hate to jump to it, Tim, if it's one of your points, but how long do you think Tom was thinking about the line he was going to say before punching Jacks? Because... <laughs> I feel like that's something he had to yeah. have like been laying in his bed, not sleeping, yes. going, oh, it's so feel, punch, hurt. Yeah. Do you hurt? Is he an actor? Know? Is that it seemed like a very actor move to, to I, think of a line before you punch He somebody. he at one point wanted to be an actor. Yeah. I, I, uh, I'm definitely the type of person who would very unsuspectedly punch someone. I wouldn't have a line. I wouldn't even it would it would almost seem like a jolly, an actual jolly moment before <laughs> Yeah, I, it's, oh God, that was so, so here's the thing, my thoughts on Tom Sandoval. Uh, one of my favorite uh, cast members throughout all of the seasons. Um, is he perfect? No, but I was talking to um, my girlfriend. We refer to her on this podcast as Mrs. Columbo. Um, <laughs> and Mrs. Columbo. Well, she's going to get her own spinoff. Yeah, ex- she loves a mystery. Um, <laughs> she had said, you know what? It's been years since I've watched this episode. She watched it with me again. And she's like, and Tom Sandoval is like the only person with integrity. And at least he like ha- tries to stay true to his convictions. Yeah. Where like so many people on this show you feel are jumping from one thing to another, depending yeah. on the emotional moment. 
And Jax really is an asshole. He really, yes. really is. Um, wait, wait, how old are they? How old is? Oh, Lord. Um, Jax, I believe, just turned 42 this okay. year. And when um, did this come out? This, I believe, season two was filmed in 2013. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because he, he had this sort of um, almost like high school energy, almost like, uh, you know, this Anakin Skywalker in the prequels sort of uh, vibe <laughs> going on. He hates sand, man. Yeah. 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 The, uh. the, um, you know, the, the, the innocence of a lot of his emotions is what stood out to me. Yeah. I can see that about Tom. Uh, Tom is never going to let his emotions uh, kill a bunch of children, but <laughs> I could see Jax doing that. Um, yeah. Jax is the oldest out of everyone. I think Tom is close second, though. Okay. Um, okay. Tom's in his late 20s, I believe, when this is filming, and Jax sense. is like 33. Before the punch, I think, and I, I didn't mention this to you uh, earlier, but um, the scene at Tom and his girlfriend's name is, is what? Kristen. Uh, Kristen. That was, that was, um, that was quite the scene, uh, for a number of reasons, just the awkwardness of it. Um, but also seeing, you know, this, this kind of normal apartment they lived in. Yeah. This very yeah. sort of, you know, tacky LA, very LA. <laughs> and they all live in them for the most part. Yeah. And that, that's the part that brings this a little bit more down to earth. And even though like season five, six, they're still living in these apartments and you know that they're probably living somewhere else. It wasn't mm. until season eight where half the cast members actually get their own houses that they live mm. in, which, yeah. you know, at least you're showing some more reality in this reality show. Yeah. 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 Um, I do love those apartments though. I love because it's, We've all lived in them, Tim. We've all been there with the like IKEA folding chairs and the beers in the tall glasses. I don't know. It's all so uncomfortable yeah. and the bad lighting. You and it kind of like made me want to want to backtrack a little bit because I keep talking about these texts. These texts. How do you say texts? texts. These texts between Jacks and uh, and that uh, is something. That is worth discussing because earlier in the season, Stassi, see, Stassi's trying to play detective like the entire time. And mm. there is a moment where she feels like she's caught Jax in the lie, still believes, not sure if she believes Kristen, mm. goes to Tom and Kristen's house and has Kristen give her her phone mm. and texts Jax as Kristen saying some of the things. Yeah. That Tom is like, I read the text. And it's like, yeah, yeah. well, but you read a text sent by Stasi to Jack. Ah, and yeah. Uh, it it just it gets very confusing. But does this show have one of those things where it's like the postseason conversation where they're all yes. gathered and they oh okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. A, a reunion, if reunion, you will. Reunion, yeah. Wow. Where Andy Cohen does his best to make everyone <laughs> as angry as possible. Um uh, well, still being like, guys, calm down. Nice. Um, well, I might have to check that out after this. Yeah, don't worry. It's only like eight parts, so <laughs> you should you'll watch it in a, in a snap. Yeah. 
Uh, another broad thing is just the amount of shiny things in the show really stood out to me. Just like all these glittery things. There was this one woman who had this like really like the snake necklace that was made purely out of glitter. It seemed like everyone wears these very shiny things. And then you get to the, you get to the Vanderpump club. Is that what it's called? Uh, and, um, uh, sir, sir. Oh, okay. sexy, unique restaurant. That's Okay. Although I think it also means South in Spanish. Lots of things going on here. Anyway, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. they get to Sir. Are you talking about um, for Sheena's batch or uh, uh, engagement party? Yes, the engagement party in which someone. I don't think is it Stassi who has a song or Sheena some, has a Sheena. Song. See, these are the characters that I don't know what. They have to do with the main. The main story to me seems to be Tom, Jax, Christina, is that her name, and uh, Stasi. Good enough. Um, <laughs> yeah, that that is definitely the main story throughout the season. Um, there is a B storyline of Sheena getting engaged, and uh, a A and a half story of Ariana mm-hmm. being someone that Tom made out with once. So Kristen was on a vendetta yeah. to like prove that tom cheated on her when the okay. whole time okay. Kristen had cheated on tom with jacks <laughs> i'm so sorry um, that i have to like provide so much context but yeah sheena does have a song that she sings yes a horrible song that she jumps on uh a counter coyote ugly style and sings um yeah in front of everybody uh, i believe it's good as gold and uh, so, so this person is is actually, you know, is this song on Spotify? Is is it has it reached anywhere on the charts? Is it? Yes, um, there are moments to this day. Well, maybe not to this day. To last year, where Sheena will be flown to parties to perform her songs. One uh-huh. of which being "Good as Gold." Good, I've saw on gold. Instagram a an anime themed party, I believe, mm-hmm. in Vegas, where mm-hmm. Sheena performed "Good as Gold" next to a giant Pikachu. I think we should go through this. Uh, go through this song because. Um... Yeah, I think both of us are fans of Song Exploder, and we like to just <laughs> dissect. Lyrics. Um, yeah, you you brought out a dot matrix printout of all of the lyrics. <laughs> it looks like. Yeah, let's go through it. Let's let's yeah. really take a look at the emotions. Yeah, because I know sonically this song is awful, but lyrically I don't recall most of them. So let's see, oh, just okay. purely off the lyrics, if this is uh, saying anything at all. Okay, um, uh, go for it. I mean, I suppose I could try playing it in my headphones and saying it out loud based off of everything I hear. Would that help? I don't know if I can. You mean you can? I um, just. Uh, what if I play it and try to sing along to what I hear? Hey, Tim, I'm not going to force you. I'm going to gonna do, do that. Anything. I think the okay. listeners deserve to hear a representation of the song. It's hard to find the lyrics, so let's do that. Okay. All right. The song is. T- uh, just tell me when to stop. Okay. I bring the rock for you. I'm gonna go home tonight. How about we all go down so we put on a crown singing something come alive, good, good as gold, because we're good as <laughs> Because yeah. we're good as gold. 
because we're good as gold. Gold. I got to so, tell you one thing, something good. This party's got me going charged up. Hmm. The buzz is going like I knew it would. So pour some jungle juice in my cup. Okay, I, I can't. <laughs> well, I think we have an idea yeah. of this song. It's a, it's a lot of hip phrases yes, yes, that yes. are put to a pop beat. Um, at one point in season one, Sheena does say that she was uh, mistaken for Britney at a time in her life, which mm. I'm not understanding which Britney. Yeah. I think she probably meant Spears. But yeah. she also said she's not a singer, she's a performer. Mm. And I think that that is proven by the shoes and the shorts. Yes, which were also shiny. Good as gold. Yeah. Um, or good as shiny. I don't know. <laughs> I think that there was a lyric towards the beginning that you said and that I caught in the episode where something like, I'll bring the rock for you. Does that mean cocaine or Dwayne the Rock Johnson? I'm hoping that it is more about, you know, the famous actor from Doom, Dwayne <laughs> the Rock Johnson, but or Skyscraper. Yeah. You never know. Both yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's one of those things where she doesn't write the lyrics. I think mm-hmm. that she works with a producer who gives her a song and they try and Turn her into a star. Yeah. I mean, it sounds um, like they she works with an, a pop algorithm, if you ask me, the way this song Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's like she, she did a BuzzFeed quiz and then uh, and pumped that into some music-making algorithm, and this song came out. Tim, I just got to say that I appreciate you being on this episode with me. It's been awesome. I think this is a good as place as any to wrap up this season two finale. Yeah. Um, but before we go, do you have any final Vanderpump Rules thoughts uh, that you'd like to leave with? I, I left this episode uh, feeling like uh, that Tom got some well-needed vengeance. I think he needed that in his life. I, I spent this episode being very concerned about this uh, This almost, um, um, you know, this Bambi of a man, you know, this, uh, mm. this so, sort of innocent deer in the headlights guy, who, wow. <laughs> which I, so you know, true. he could be an awful person. I haven't seen any of the other episodes, but, um, you know, I felt like this, this was, um, you know, this was a good, uh, uh, thing for him. But at the same time, I, it was like, is he loyal to Christiana? Is that her name? To a fault? Uh, well, I do feel like um, it felt like it was going to be harder to leave than it would be to stay. Yeah. And that is not good on a personality in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. So yeah. I I will leave you with this. Um, Tom and Kristen do officially break up, and Tom mm-hmm. eventually starts a relationship with Ariana, who mm-hmm. he made out with in a pool, and they are ah. together to this day. They've even written a book together wow. about cocktails. That's great. So Sounds like their yeah. relationship is uh, good as gold. Wow. And audience, so is Tim Barnes, good as gold. Tim, is there anything you would like to plug at this time? Um, yeah, you mentioned it earlier. Uh, I have a, a web series, I've, not a web series, a web comic I've been experimenting with called Uncertain Life. And uh, you can check it out at uncertainlifecomic.com or uh, 
on Instagram at Uncertain Life Comic. It's just about a, a weird uh, guy like me trying to get through a, a weird world. I am a big fan audience, uh, and I do recommend subscribing. I guess hitting that. Uh, what do you do? You Instagram, you, you subscribe, uh, follow, follow. I think maybe follow. Yeah, yeah. I should know these things. This is a podcast, <laughs> so follow that. It's great. It makes me laugh, and it also makes me think. Thank you. So, Tim, you're you're. I mean, you've at least won me over, and hopefully, the thousands more that listen to Vanderpump Robs. I will talk to you soon, my friend. Sounds good. I believe in you. All right. Tim Barnes, everyone, what a delightful dude. Since the time we recorded this, Tim has started a Star Wars podcast by people who actually enjoy Star Wars. It's called Yub Nub. Go subscribe to it. It's great. Okay, it's that time, the season two finale dumpster moment. A lot of super intense things happen in this episode. It's uh, very dumpstery to prepare a speech and punch someone at someone else's engagement party. I mean, pool party photo shoots for a restaurant are fairly dumpstery. I mean, there's a lot of options, but let's keep it fun on the finale and go with Stassi telling Tom Sandoval he's in denial. You are in an insane huge denial right now i'm not in denial how are you you've not broken up with her it's my decision it is your yeah but tom like why do you think i hit her face because i think she is a disgusting lying pork hey that's it for season two of vanderpump robs a big big thanks to everyone who wrote to tell me how much they've enjoyed this season Please, if you're listening, head on over to PinkJeansProductions.com and check out some of the other shows we make there. At the time of this release, we should just be gearing up to put out new episodes of the TV show show and Pumpkin Spice Podcast. You really don't want to miss those. They're going to be great. Uh, When you're at the website, you can also see the ways you can support this podcast and the others that we make, so check that out as well. It'll make season three happen sooner. I promise you that. A big thanks to all my guests this season. Couldn't have done it without you. I also couldn't have done this without the help of my fantastic editor, Marie Hill. Thank you, Marie. You really made these episodes pop. Jeremy Siegel composed the theme song and drops for this podcast, and for that I also say thanks. Hey, do me a favor, if you made it this far into the episode and you haven't left a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, please go do that now. It's things like that that truly help this show. And I appreciate it since we're a seasonal show at that. It's been a joy doing another season of Vanderpump Robs. Let's hope that they give us another season of Vanderpump Rules soon so this show will just continue on. I will be covering the reunion episodes but they'll be in a couple weeks down the line. I appreciate everything you're doing out there, audience. Share this with a friend, and I'll see you on the next episode of Vanderpump Robs. Wait, Rob? Is that who we're talking about? Yeah.